0: What is up, guys? Welcome to Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. We have a very exciting episode tonight because we have a lot to talk about. But before we get into tonight's episode, a few quick podcast shout-outs, as always. All right, guys. Check out the Cult Film Companion Podcast, the Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast, the Fan in the Van Podcast, the Crime Divers Podcast. The Sense of Shelf Podcast, hosted by John Wesley. The Two Mexicans, One Mike Podcast. The Hill Truth, hosted by Ted the Hillbilly Hill. The Kung Fu Review. The South Bridge Podcast. Your Daily Writing Habit. The I Seen It Podcast. Check out The Fandalorians. Check out The Hashin' It Out Podcast. The Geek Gauntlet Podcast. The Augusto All Elite Podcast. The Geeky Dad Podcast. The Smokers Lounge Premium 6 Podcast. Kimi's Tea of the Day. 8750 Podcast hosted by Yeti Yif. The Air Quote Law Podcast. The Dirty Heels Podcast. The Suns and Shadows Podcast. My guys from Pittsburgh, DKM with the boys. The Ice Cream You Scream for Movies podcast. Check out Two Men, No Hope. Check out the Story of My Pet podcast. Tea with Mike. The Modern Northern Man Saga. The Stench of Adventure. If you like scary stuff, check out the Haunted Tales podcast. Check out the Quad Pro Quo podcast. The Films Infirm Nation podcast, Canary PI podcast, Bog Access One on One, What We Just Watched Podcast. What are your thoughts on this podcast? Bold Talk by Joe. And last but not least, the Mr. Gentleman's podcast hosted by Ken. Be sure to check all this podcast out, guys. They can be found on Spotify, Anchor, Apple. And wherever you stream your podcast. And by the way, if you want some shout outs, send me your podcast link. You know, I do weekly shout outs every week on my podcast. And on Twitter, you can follow me at, at Austin Boyer 25. So be sure to get, shoot me a message. You know, I'm always here to support other podcasters. But yes, all these podcasts can be found wherever you stream your podcast. They're all great shows. But anyways, guys, we have a lot to talk about. Clash the Castle just ended a few hours ago. Now, there's a lot of mixed reviews about this event because of what happened at the end. I'm scrolling through the Twitter comments and seeing that some people liked the main event, some others didn't, you know, um... I know there was a lot of expectations towards the end there. A lot of people wanted Drew McIntyre to win. A lot of people wanted some interference. um The main event it ended pretty weird, and I'll explain why. But first, we have more to talk about before we get to the main event. All right, The show opened with Bailey, Dakota Kai, and e o Sky versus Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Bianca Belair. This match to me I thought was a great opener. As I predicted Bailey, Io Sky, and Dakota Kai walked out victorious. As you want to build them up, you know, they're they're obviously building towards Bailey versus Bianca Belair. So having Bailey and her faction win definitely makes sense because this carries the storyline forward. And like I said, you want to make her faction look good. This is their first um, event as a tag team. So obviously, you know, you got to make them look good. So I, I actually thought this was a good match, you know, a, a great way to open the show. And I thought throughout the night, you know, the match has just progressed. Match of the night, in my opinion, was Gunther versus Sheamus. This match was brutal from start to finish. Now, obviously, a lot of people expected Gunther to go over and win, but I don't think many people expected this match to be as good as it was. The match was great from start to finish Gunther may have come out on top But you gotta give respect to Sheamus, man He took a beating in that match I mean, look at his chest Look at the bruises on his arms And everywhere Sheamus took one hell of a beating and kept coming You know, it's it's amazing to see What Sheamus has done in that match And what a great performer he actually is both these guys took a beating. And this, by far, was match of the night to me. I think this was a much better match than McIntyre versus Reigns. McIntyre versus Reigns was good, but I think Sheamus versus Gunther was a far better match. And, and Sheamus, in my opinion, deserved that standing ovation. Sheamus is an incredible athlete. You know, he put Gunther over. And Gunther proved, you know, that he could be the next WWE champion. This could be someone who we could see as a future champion later on down the line. And Gunther proved, you know, he belongs in the main roster. Like I said, I didn't expect this to be a squash match. But I didn't expect this to be... Uh, a long match you know I expect it to be a a, a decent match um cause Sheamus is a great performer so I I was definitely surprised when this match went on as as long as it did I didn't expect Gunther to 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 completely you know brutalize Sheamus and win you know Sheamus' style he's a brawler so I expected just to you know I expected Sheamus to bring it and that he did he definitely did and this match to me was an A plus match. I would love to see these guys go at it again uh, because one match just isn't enough. You know, um, if anything, if if Drew and Roman wasn't the main event, I would say Sheamus and Gunther should have been the main event because honestly, if McIntyre versus Reigns wasn't for a title or both them titles, I would have said easily. Gunther versus Sheamus should have been the main event because that was a main event match, and it was great from start to finish. All right, guys. And another some more exciting news. You know, from start to finish, when you when you talk about matches, you got to look at Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. The build up to this match was was great, and and the finish. I think a lot of people expected Matt Riddle to go over, you know, um, and I think in my podcast, my latest episode, I actually, I actually predicted Riddle to go over as well. Now, Seth Rollins, though, it makes sense for him to get the win. You know, I don't think this will be the last time we see Seth versus Riddle, unless they have other plans for Seth. Now, um... This match was a decent match, you know. Like I said, the buildup was great. Um, I, I for one thought the match was decent. Um, I, th- I think it was second best, other than Gunther versus Sheamus. But you got the reason Seth wins, and a lot of people were talking about. You know, Matthew should have won. Matt Riddle should have won, and everything. But. Seth has not won a pay-per-view match in a while. You know, this guy has put over Cody twice. You know, he's, he's put over other stars as well. In the last several months. And it's about time we see Seth Rollins get an actual win. So honestly, Seth winning this match, to me, is a good thing. Because Seth needed this win. I think if Seth would have lost here, it wouldn't have hurt him. But, you know, you got to make Seth look good too. As much work as he puts into his character, and as good as he is in the ring, you got to give Seth a win because he is one of WWE's top heels. I tweeted out earlier today that Seth is the master of mind games. He has the best entrances by far. You know, Seth coming out with the, the red wings looking like the devil. You know, we've seen him with Cody Rhodes at Hell in a Cell dressed as Dusty Rhodes. You know, this, this guy puts so much effort into his character and he does great work no matter what this guy does. And I'll be honest, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of Seth's a new character, when he first debuted this new persona of him. You know, I wasn't the biggest fan of his Messiah character either. When he was the Monday Night Messiah, but Seth has has taken the ball and ran with it. You know, it it just seems like no matter what you what you give this guy, he he takes it and he just runs with it. And this this current gimmick that he has now, it's just it's it's different. When you look back at you know when he first came to the main roster and he was aligned with Triple H and Stephanie, when he was the when he first turned heel in the Shield. You know, if you compare that character to the character he has now, the gimmick, it's different. But I like it. So, I'm all for Seth Rollins, you know. um, I like what he's doing. I'm excited to see him versus Cody Rhodes again. I'm assuming they could build up to that because, you know, he took Cody out a couple months ago. And that, you know... We all knew Cody was leaving due to his pectoral injury. So having Seth take him out, you got to think that Cody Rhodes is going to come back looking for revenge. So Cody versus Seth Rollins, I think we're going to have a third match. There are rumors that Cody Rhodes could be going after Roman Reigns, especially what after happened, especially what happened tonight. You know, uh, Roman Reigns retaining, they could be saving for Roman versus Cody. I don't know. But hopefully we get Seth versus Cody again. Um, at least that's what I want to see. I don't know what you guys want to see, though. But we've seen Cody versus Seth twice, and they've both been great matches. And Seth, you've got to give credit to him. He does a good job of putting people over. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, Matt, Matt, Matt Riddle should have won. But how could you not love Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins needed this win. He needs some credibility, excuse me, credibility too. You know, he needs to be built up. Him taking several pay per view losses just isn't, it doesn't look good on him. So, him getting the win here, carrying that storyline on, Cody Rhodes should be returning soon. You know, build him up, make him look strong. You know, so when he does face Cody, it'll be a decent match. They'll both look good. So, but I don't. I don't expect this to be a you know, a one match deal. I expect Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins to go at it again. The build up to this match has been great. It wasn't very PG. Um, we've seen a lot of things that we haven't seen in a while when it comes to WWE. This is very TV fourteen. Their build up was very, uh, very verbal. You know, I'm sure many people watched it. You know, it's. We're definitely in a Triple H era when it comes to uh, the TV rating. You know, we're not in the PG rating anymore. And even if we are still in the PG rating, it certainly doesn't feel like it. You know, with, with what we saw this past Monday in the confrontation between Riddle and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins talking about Riddle's family and everything. You know, it. Even if it is PG-13, you know, it definitely doesn't feel like it. So WWE is a little more edgier with their product. You know, they're, they're taking more chances, which is good. Um, that's definitely what we need. If they're going to compete with a top company like AEW, they need more uh, edgier product. They need um, They need some curse words. They need some blood. They need all that stuff because that's what AEW has right now you know they don't necessarily need all of it you know but they just need the storylines we we've had decent storylines we've had decent matches and i think that alone will help wwe i think that you know they're doing well so far so so maybe you know we don't need the edge product but it, but it definitely does help in the long run you know maybe it'll bring back some of them uh, fans from the attitude era that quit watching wrestling because of the pg era so you got to keep that in mind too, you know, having a more uh uncensored product. Not not like a not like a a crazy, you know, R-rated product, you know, obviously they can't do that. But having a more uh you know, adult-like product can bring some of those older fans back. You know, a lot of people quit watching wrestling because of the PG era. You know, a lot of people have turned against it. A lot of my friends have turned against it. So, them doing what they did this past Monday, I think, is a good thing. I think that'll bring a lot of fans back. I think that'll bring a lot of new viewers. Of course, you know, you, you gotta cover some of the kids' ears. But, I definitely like where WWE is going in terms of their product. They're doing a lot more then we would probably see an Vince McMahon era. Because, you know, we we wouldn't be seeing this type of stuff if Vince was still running things. Um, We wouldn't be seeing a lot of the storylines we have been seeing if Vince was still running things, you know. So, Triple H has done well so far. Um, There's one thing tonight I don't agree with, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, Dominic Mysterio turns heel. Uh, we we've seen this coming, guys. You know, um they predicted this. They there was rumors going around that Dominic was gonna turn heel. Not a shocker. I do like this hill turn. I didn't I didn't see it coming. I expected it to happen during the match. That did not happen. You know, I expected Dominic to turn on Ray and Edge during the match and Judgment Day picking up the win. That did not happen. It happened right after the match and nobody saw it coming. So, this to me isn't a shocker, but the way it happened was, you know, towards the end there, I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought, okay, maybe they're just full of shit. You know, maybe Dominic isn't turning heel. But we definitely seen it coming. It happened. And this storyline, I think, will only elevate Dominic. You know, a lot of people, they enjoy Dominic with Mysterio. But I think this really helped him in the long run because, you know, he's on his own now. You know, he's, he's doing his own thing. Now he could become a singles competitor, you know, not in a tag team with his father. Yeah, that was great, but I kind of want to see what Dominic can do on his own. I want to see what he can do as a heel. You know, how often do you get to see Dominic on the mic? Never. How often do you get to see Dominic not tag team with his father? You know, very rarely do we see Dominic in a singles match anymore. It's mostly him or his father in a tag team. And and it's just it's just every other week. It's just Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio the next week. And then it, it's just so on and so on. So it's kind of cool to see Dominic on his own for once. Um, and, and I'm interested. I'm interested to see where this storyline goes. Will he join the Judgment Day? You know, will he go on his own? Um, what, what will Ray say? You know, um, what is his reason for turning Hill? What is his reason for turning on his father? Will Edge get involved? You know, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. And I'm sure we'll find that out. This coming Monday. As there's a lot of questions that need to be answered this coming Monday. Speaking of this Monday, it has been confirmed that Braun Strowman has re-signed with the WWE and he is now going to be a part of Monday Night Raw this Monday. This is surprising to me considering that Braun Strowman uh, started Control Your Narrative, you know, um. So I don't know what they they will be doing with Control Your Narrative now. Um, this is shocking to me. Um, you know that this was supposed to be an EC3 Braun Strowman type thing, and now all of a sudden you have Braun Strowman joining WWE. So it 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 really is is very confusing. Did Braun Strowman give up on Control Your Narrative? Was he offered a big deal? To join WWE. Now Braun Strowman was one of the names let go during the COVID era. And with Triple H running things, it does make you wonder. You know, does he feel more comfortable being under Triple H than he did under Vince McMahon? Now Braun Strowman is somebody that I've always said he shouldn't. He should have gotten a push during the Roman Reigns storyline. Braun Strowman. Was a top heel. Whenever he came up with the catchphrase. Get these hands. He was one of the top heels. Every time his music hit. People were cheering. Then all of a sudden. Things went downhill. And he never got a push. But he was once a monstrous heel. Taking out the big show. Taking out everybody. You know. But he was the heel that people loved. And people wanted to see him get a push. And that never happened. And then. Later on. We see him get released. Which was shocking because he, still he was a very athletic star, and he was still one of their top stars. Braun Strowman, for his size, is very athletic, very agile, and you don't see that a lot and men his size. But it's good to see him back. I don't know what's going to happen with him returning. I don't know if he will come out Monday and cut a promo. Or how he will be involved in Monday Night Raw. But I for one am excited. To see Braun return. Um, as for Control Your Narrative. I don't really know what's going on. You know, um, I'm very confused on that. Because that was something him and uh, EC3 started. So I don't know if he will still be continuing. To uh, take over Control Your Narrative. Or if that's just going to be an EC3 thing from now on. I have no idea. Braun Strowman returning, though, it does raise a question. Um, and, and this doesn't tie into the main event or anything, but it makes me wonder, could Bray Wyatt return this Monday? You know, we didn't see him tonight at Clash of the Castle. Um, <laughs> the main event, to me... There was a lot of reports saying that Bray was supposed to return at Clash of the Castle. Zero News reported this. Uh, Dr. Chris, I think it's Dr. Chris Beatherstone or whatever, also reported this. Um, a lot of sources said the same thing. Bray White's is supposed to return. He's likely to return. Whatever. That that didn't happen. So, um, it, it kind of let a lot of fans down on Twitter, you know, I always say I don't get my hopes up anymore. It would have been nice to see him return. But like I said, I don't get my hopes up because it seems like every pay-per-view, all the fans and everybody on Twitter say, you know, Bray Wyatt's rumored to return. All the journalists and dirt sheets say Bray Wyatt's rumored to return. They say the same thing. Zero news. He reported this for weeks saying Bray Wyatt is slated to return. He will be at Clash to Castle. And he will be instantly involved in the title scene. And that did not happen. So right now I believe Zero News is in the mud. Um, as as one of the fans on Twitter said, Zero News is in the mud. To me, Bray Wyatt not returning at Clash to Castle is not a shocker. Um, especially when others report it. it Especially when these dirt sheets say it before it even happens. You know, it's not, it's not a, a big surprise. If Bray is going to return, it is going to be a surprise. Now, Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful has reported just now, just a little bit ago, that Bray has been offered a deal by Freddie Prince Jr.'s wrestling company. Now, if you haven't read months ago, um, Freddie Prince is starting his own wrestling company, and he's interested in Bray Wyatt. Okay, now Freddie Prince Jr. isn't the only company interested in Bray Wyatt. Bray, excuse me, Bray Wyatt. Uh, Fightful is still reporting that WWE is still uh, high on Bray Wyatt, and, and it, we we could see him in WWE. Now, I'm, this is just a rumor, guys. I'm not confirming anything. But, you know, WWE isn't the only place he can go. I know a lot of fans are let down by Bray not returning. Tonight, um, to me, it's not a surprise. I don't get my hopes up anymore. I love Bray Wyatt. I'm a huge fan. But he will return when the time is right. There's a lot of false reports that got us believing that he would return, you know. And it wasn't just... Zero News, it was a lot of others, you know, following Zero News, reporting the same thing, Bray's likely to return, you know, Bray could be at Clash, Bray's spot at the airport, you know, there's a lot of false uh, articles. And now I see, you know, everybody attacking Zero News and, and, and all these articles and stuff, all these journalists and stuff, all these articles that lied to us, you know, got us believing that, Bray was returning. You know all these articles we read just turned out to be not true. Now all these, uh, journalists and everything are getting attacked, and it makes me wonder. You know, I said this on Twitter. I said, I wonder if Bray Wyatt was even in Cardiff at all for Clash the Castle. You know, with all the reports regarding Bray Wyatt, I wonder. If he was even in Cardiff at all. You know, where are these people getting their sources from? I'll tell you one thing, Zero News definitely took a big hit today. Because he was one of the first ones to report that Bray Wyatt will return at Clash to Castle. And I, for one, I said on my podcast that I th- I think Zero News is a credible source. You know, he seems like a credible source. And he reported news about Bray Wyatt before. Okay, so I don't know how Zero News is going to come back from this. Um, They've been completely silent on Twitter. But I'm just going to tell you guys this right now. You know, don't pay attention to these dirt sheets. Don't pay attention to their reports. If you have a source that you like, you know they're credible, stick with them. Because I, for one, have not found a credible source yet. And the ones I think that I find are credible turn out to be completely fake and they don't really have sources at all, you know, um, and they turn out to be a letdown. So, you know, for many of us, tonight was a letdown, the main event uh, nobody saw coming. Everybody expected Drew to walk out of his hometown as WWE champion. Roman we- Roman Reigns retains. Uh, soul his cousin solo sokoa i think that's his name i don't if if i'm saying that wrong i'm sorry i don't really watch nxt i need to but whatever um his cousin interfered and roman picks up the win now zero news also reported that his cousin would not be there tonight and that is not true you know roman reigns cousin was indeed there the usos were not there but his other cousin solo sokoa was so um yeah i don't know about zero news but roman reigns retains drew mcintyre is no longer champion but i guess things ended on a good note a weird good note but it was definitely strange Um, Tyson Fury and Drew McIntyre ended the show singing American Pie and, um, another song. I don't remember the words to the other song or whatever it was, but it was definitely a weird ending. I didn't understand it. I think if they were going to end the show, it should have been with Roman Reigns retaining. Um, I'm actually surprised Drew McIntyre didn't walk out as champion. I don't know if McIntyre will be facing Reigns again. Um, If they were going to have McIntyre win, it should have been in his hometown. But now I'm thinking the current plan is for Reigns versus Cross, carrying Cross, as he was at ringside during the main event. He didn't get involved, but he was ringside. Um, Theory tried to cash in guys. He was unsuccessful again. I don't think the current plan right now is for Theory to cash in. Um, obviously they're holding off on it. Tyson Fury knocked him the hell out. (laughs) Um, you know, like I said, Austin Theory, his, he was a Vince guy. Now, I have read that Triple H is very high on theory. Now, like I said, you can't you re- re- you can't believe any of these reports anymore. I I just I stopped believing in them after what happened today. You know, um, so I don't know the deal with Austin theory. Um, now he has to cash in eventually. He has to use that contract eventually. It's only good for a year, but I would imagine that WWE wants to hold off on this as long as they can. They want to do Roman versus Cross. And so on, you know. Um, The thoughts of Austin Theory having both titles around his waist just doesn't make sense to me. Um, He's a mid-card talent to me. Yes, he's very talented. And I I do maybe see him as a WWE Champion one day. But just not now. Um, If I was Theory, you know, he has the money in the bank. Briefcase, he can go after any title he wants. If WWE, they want to use him. And they want to use him, you know, correctly, then he should go after the intercontinental title or the United States title. Um because because like I said, he can go after any title he wants. It doesn't necessarily have to be the uh universal title. Um, this could be for any title. So if their plan is to not have Theory beat Roman anytime soon. And become a a double champion. Then that could be their other option. And it would make more sense. Because from the looks of it. It does not seem like they want Theory to be champion right now. And if that is the case. It is a good call. Because he just came to the main roster. You know he has won a few championships here and there. And he has had a few decent storylines. I just don't feel that he's ready. To be a real champion, um, the the likes of you know the thought of him be actually beating Roman Reigns, I think wouldn't make Roman look good. Thought of him beating Karrion Cross, wouldn't make Cross look good. Unless you know they're both knocked out in the ring and Theory comes out and makes a triple threat, much like we could have saw tonight, um, is the only way I could see Theory actually walking away with the a, champ- a championship. Um, you know, it, it it a singles match between Roman and Theory, but just it it just wouldn't work. You know, so I I don't know what WWE is going to do here. I think if anything, that kind of Vince kind of put them in a corner right now. There's a part of me that thinks that Triple H isn't very high on theory, as, as people are saying, because you know we see how things are playing out. Yes, they're teasing him cashing in. But I just I don't feel it's in Triple H's current plans, you know, everybody's still high on Roman Reigns apparently. Karen Cross is a big main eventer, we still have Drew McIntyre in, in the picture. Cody Rhodes could be returning soon. You know, there's a, a lot of names Seth Rollins could be bumping up. So where does Theory fit? Where does Theory fit? Theor- where, where does Theory fit in the title picture? Sorry, that was a tongue twister. I couldn't get that out. You know, I don't know where this guy fits at all. Um, And by the way, I don't know why I'm calling him Theory. He got his first name back. Triple H gave him his first name back. It's Austin Theory again. Now, if we can just get Butch's name back to Pete Dunne, that would be cool too. Um, But yeah, guys, the main event was a shocker to me. Roman Reigns retains, and we'll see what he does from here. Um, there was rumors that Drew McIntyre was supposed to win. Now that obviously didn't happen, but we we will see what happens. I think they're they're very high on carrying Cross right now. I I think the plan is for Cross versus Roman. Maybe at Extreme Rules. I I kind of doubt it though because Drew McIntyre is probably still out a rematch clause, so we could get to McIntyre versus Reigns at Extreme Rules. You know, assuming Reigns goes over, we can get Cross versus Reigns. But I believe Karen Cross is a heel right now. So Karen Cross versus Drew McIntyre would make sense, being that Drew McIntyre's a babyface. I, I, I couldn't imagine them doing heel versus heel. But this can go anywhere. You know, there's a lot of things in WWE that we don't expect to happen that could happen. Um, they always say expect the unexpected. And tonight, I think we got the most unexpected result out of the main event with Roman retaining, as many thought that McIntyre would win, especially in his hometown. A very weird way of ending uh, the main event, uh, Drew McIntyre and Tyson Fury singing. I thought that was very awkward and a waste of time. Yes, it's a way to make people go home happy and laughing, but I think the best way To send the people home happy would be Drew McIntyre walking out with the championship, with the belts around his waist, and, you know, that be it. You know, we didn't get um, very many returns. We got a big hill turn, but there wasn't too many returns. You know, I don't don't think we have any at all tonight. There was no Sasha Banks, no Naomi, um, no Bray Wyatt. As a lot of people are let down, but like I said, we can't believe these reports. You know, there's still... I'm sure there's a source out there that is reporting, you know, some truthful news on Bray Wyatt. We just haven't found them yet. And if you find them, please let me know. Um, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with this Bray Wyatt situation with Braun Strowman returning. It makes me wonder could we see Bray Wyatt soon? I don't know, um, but like I said, WWE is not his only place to wrestle. You know, he can go to AEW. All Out is tomorrow. We could see something with that. You know, there's control your narrative. I don't think Impact is, is the right place for Bray Wyatt. Um, being that he is a top star in Impact Wrestling just isn't what it used to be. Not saying it sucks, but it's, it's just not what it used to be from back in the day. If you look at Impact Wrestling now, people say it's decent, but I don't know. Um, oh, I'm forgetting about Shannon Baszler versus Liv Morgan. Real quick, guys. This match was decent. You know, I thought that, uh, that they made Liv look good here by having her pick up the win. Now, I don't think a lot of people were happy about that finish, but the fact that Liv Morgan picked up the win against Baszler um, at least does make Liv Morgan look good. So hopefully the fans, they can get back on Liv's side. Like I said, I think Liv Morgan deserves it. I think she deserves to be women's champion, I'm, I'm team Liv. I don't know about you guys, but I'm a fan of Liv Morgan. So, I'm happy Liv won. I think this makes her look good. You know, SummerSlam was horrible for Liv Morgan. That was bad booking. But tonight at Clash to Castle, I think that was better booking. So, you know, I'm happy for Liv. I'm, I think she deserves this win. Hopefully the fans get back on her side eventually. I'm hoping so, because I'm confused of why they turned. But, you know, don't blame her. Blame the booking. That was bad booking. That was idiotic booking, in my opinion. Um, I see why people don't like Rousey, but that was just bad booking on WWE's part. Nobody should take that out on Liv. They made Liv look weak at SummerSlam. But I think they did right trying to build her up by having her beat Shayna tonight. As many expected her to do, I do think Shayna's time is coming as a women's champion, but I don't exactly know when. You know, um, Shayna is a top star. Shayna, you know, used to be a very dominant female competitor when she first came to the main roster, and I did think, you know, before that she would get a big push, but that did not happen. But I do think Shayna's time is coming. It's just Liv's times now. And it's pretty cool. I am I am also excited to see Bailey versus Bianca. I do think that'll be an exciting match. You know, I'm excited for the, those those two to go at it. You know, Bailey is exciting in the ring. Bianca is one of my favorite female competitors. I would like to see Sha- Sha- Sasha return at some point. Um I do think Triple H said in an interview with Ariel Homani, he said that talks have been, you know, kind of frozen. So, um, I don't know what's going to go on there. You know, it, who knows? But that's all I have for you guys tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, Clash Castle was definitely a decent event the main event was kind of awkward. I think they could have did more at the end instead of instead of a sing-along. I think that was a re- really weird way to end a pay-per-view. I never thought in a million years that I would see Drew McIntyre and a former boxing world champion Tyson Fury sing in a WWE ring to close a show. That was very weird, but it is what it is. I think that time could have been used um, for, you know, for a tease, I think Karen Cross could have came out and attacked Drew McIntyre. You know, maybe they could have, you know, could have had Braun Strowman come out or something and 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 tease something. You know, give a give us something more than just what we got. Not saying Drew, Ma- not saying Braun Strowman should be involved in title picture, but anything would have been better than a sing along. Now, like I said, Strowman is rumored to return Monday, but you got to think with all that time they had at the end there. To do a sing-along. They could have done something. They could have teased something. Now I don't know if Bray Wyatt was supposed to return. Last night. There's no reports saying that. He was. Not, not last night. But tonight. There's no reports saying that he was. Supposed to return. Um, but like I said. We could have gotten something a little more. Than what we got at the end there. That was just. It was goofy. I think if they wanted to send the fans home happy, they should have had McIntyre walk out with the titles, not give us a sing-along with Tyson Fury in the ring, which made absolutely no sense. Yes, he it's in the UK, I get that. But having him involved in the main event at all was just weird. It didn't make any sense. Um, So I don't know. But that's my thoughts about the Clash to Castle pay-per-view, guys. If I had the rated, I'd give it maybe a B. Um, I, I'd say an A, but the main event was just weird to me. Um, I feel like there's just a lot they could have done, and that was the waste of time towards the end. Definitely weird, you know. This is something I never would have thought we've seen in a million years. Uh, Sing along to close the show. How often do you see that in WWE? With Triple H taking charge, I expected you know a major return. Or a tease or something at the end, considering how Rollins Smackdown have been, how SummerSlam's been, with with exciting things at SummerSlam. Um, we got we got Roman Reigns cousin involved. I think that's about it. We you know we had a Dominic Mysterio heel turn. We had we had Gunther versus Sheamus, but aside from that, there's nothing really much to talk about. You know, Riddle versus Seth Rollins was decent. But as far as big returns and teases, we haven't really gotten much. So hopefully with Monday Night Raw coming up, we get a little more than what we did. You know, this is Triple H's, basically his first event. So hopefully, you know, with these storylines that he's building, hopefully there's more of a build um, at Raw this week and, th- and then going forward. But we'll see what happens, guys. I hope you've all enjoyed tonight's show. Be sure to check me out on Twitter. Um, I'll be posting my links to my new episode on Facebook and also Good Pods. Good Pods is a podcasting app. It's like a podcasting library where people share their podcast for you people to listen to, you fans. you know. So if you're a fan of podcast and you like my podcast, look me up on Good Pods. It's a great app, guys. And no, I'm not sponsored by them, but I just want to give them a shout out because this is a great podcasting app and they deserve the recognition. But be sure to check out the podcast I listed also at the beginning of this episode. And I will be see you guys next Monday for a new episode, guys. So have a nice day. Hope you guys enjoyed Clash. I'll see you next week and God bless. Good night.